Welcome back, Dirty Birdies. I'm Jackie. I'm Shirley. And this is the Dirty Birdie Book Club. Yay. <sighs> All right, we're back at it again. Welcome back, guys. Thank you for listening. I'm sweating like a sinner. In I, are you okay? I think you should get some water. Oh, I have water. Is it so cold? The water? Yes. I don't think so. Oh, well. I mean, it's moderately temperature. It's all right. I got my fancy. Oh, I love it. I got my fancy. Today, (laughs) we're discussing Welcome to the Dark Side by Gianna Darling. What a fun name. It is. You liked the font. I do like the font. I was listening to the episode while editing it, and you really liked the font. Which I love for you. I'm a font nerd, so yes. Um, okay, I'm going to read the back. Mm-hmm. All right. So, welcome to the dark side. I was a good girl. I ate my vegetables, volunteered at the local autism center, and sat in the front pew of church every Sunday. Then I got cancer. What the hell kind of reward was that for a boring life well lived? I was a 17-year-old paradigm of virtue, and I was tired of it. So when I finally ran into the man I'd been writing to since he saved my life as a little girl and he offered to show me the dark side of a life before I left it for good, I said yes. That is the longest sentence. (laughs) (laughs) That's all one sentence. I'm sorry. It's okay. I was like, why is she starting to sound? (laughs) Only... I didn't know that Zeus Garo was the president of the Fallen MC, and when you made a deal with the man who was worse than the devil, there was no going back. So that's the back of Welcome to the Dark Side by Gianna Darling. Synopsis. I don't know. I don't like that. So the way that it's presented in the back. I don't think that's a good. It's not. Yeah. It it undermines the pursuit, I feel like. It, like Her I mean, pursuit. I, that's what I mean. Because she pursues the fuck out of him. For years. Yeah. 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 When was it published? 2022. What? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize it was that recent. Shit. Hmm. Well. Hmm. Do you have a spice rating for it? Yes. I gave it a four. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't want to tell you why. What's yours? I give it like an 8.5. I get that. Okay. I get that you would. It's hard age gap. Let's get into that. Mm. So, she's like five? Seven. She's, okay. So, we're introduced to the main female character. Mm-hmm. And she is seven. And she's in front of a church with her dad and her mom. Mm-hmm. And shooting has has started. Yeah. And, some, there, there's, someone starts there's, shooting. There's a gang. There's shooting. Yeah. And our main male character um, basically, like, throws himself in front of this girl. Mm-hmm. And so the bullets aimed for her go through him. Yeah. And stops them from getting the little girl. He saves her life. Uh, it does still hit her. Oh, it does? Yeah. If you if you noticed throughout the book, she says that about their matching scars. Oh. Because it does go it through, goes through him. It went through him. It hits her because she has to go to the ER as well. It just doesn't, like, hurt her as much because it had already slowed down going through him. Okay. Yeah. Yes. It, it, fast forward, they are at the hospital together. They are and the she hospital. finds him out and is like, this is my guardian angel. Guardian monster. Guardian monster. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've and read then, this book so many fucking times. And then he ends up going to prison. He does go to prison for the shooting. For, right. Yeah. Which he didn't instigate. Did he instigate the shooting? Yes. Oh, he did. Oh. Yeah. So I don't know if it's this book or when... But you find out that at that time, Zeus is like 26 or 24. Because it's 10 years before like the current events of the book. Right. Because she's 17 in the book and she's 7 when the shooting happens. Right. So he's, is he 36 or 34 in the book? I want to say he's 36. They tell us. 
I forget. Whatever he is in the book, it's 10 years before. So he's in his 20s. And the leader, the president of the MC, then was killing off MC members. Which is Motorcycle Club. Motorcycle Club. Yeah. Yeah. He was killing off members. Um, I forget exactly for why, but so Zeus decided to enact his own MC justice and uh, killed him. And so it is technically Zeus's fault that... He is 26. So he's, Sorry. So yes. he's 36 later on. Right. It is kind of technically his fault that Lou got shot because he started the shootout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he jumps in front of her. And saves her, and they find each other. He does go to jail, and they start, like, pen pal. She writes him a letter, mm-hmm. and at first he's like, this is absurd. Like, <laughs> I'm not gonna write the seven-year-old. Yeah. This is totally inappropriate. Right. But, you know, I, I, th- I mean, I'm sure he was just lonely as shit and angry, and just having any kind of outlet was better than nothing. So, right. yes, they have this, like, pen pal relationship. Well, and she's also the same age as his kids. Mm. so i think and he even says at one point he like helped raise this girl the seven-year-old yeah like like because he was talking through the letters yeah okay i don't know about Uh, that i'm uh, just saying it's what he uh, says at one point he's like oh i helped raise this girl i'm like ah i mean he gives her advice and stuff through the letters and like gives her books to read and stuff like that so like he definitely had an impact on so her. So, he definitely, yes. Like, he he is, like, a beacon to her. Yeah. Um, She's, like, obsessed from ob- age obsessed. seven and will not. Like, whatever he says. Entertain. The yeah. advice that he gives. She's just, like, hanging on to every word for a really long time. So. Yeah. Then, fast forward to age 16. She is at her birthday party and gets drunk. And like, is it her birthday party or a random party that that boy took her to? No. So the letters continue. And at 16, she writes him a letter after her like 16th birthday party, which she had a few drinks at confessing her love for him. And that's when he's like, this isn't cool. We got to stop. Mm. You're a child. We're done. And cuts off all communications with her. <gasps> and... <laughs> And Remember so, how that lasted for a year? <laughs> age of consent in the Providence is 17. <laughs> Look! Okay, keep going. Okay, so then they stop talking, but he keeps, like, tabs on her. He uses his, like, motorcycle brothers to... Just kind of, like, keep tabs on her. Make yes. sure everything's okay. She's doing good. Right. Um, he still cares for her, obviously. He still cares but, for like, her, the lines yeah. are muddy now. And he's, like, pulling well, back a the little li- bit. The lines, the lines, yes. The lines became muddy. He pulled back and made the lines very crystal clear. He was like, I can't have any more communication with you. You're a child. Whatever. So then, yes, she goes to that. She finds out her cancer came back. Mm-hmm. She uh, had... A relapse and her cancer is back and she's like you know obviously devastated about it and goes to this party and hasn't told anyone about the cancer and goes to this party with this guy and he kind of gets her drunk and she winds up going outside and kind of like passing out mm-hmm. against the wall until she hears motorcycles showing up And what we learn later on is the house, like, in later books, is that the house she's at is actually the girlfriend of one of the guys in the motorcycle gang. Because I always wondered why they were pulling up to this high school party. Mm -hmm. And so that's why. It's actually the house of one of the girlfriends in the motorcycle gang, and they were coming to, like, send the kids home and continue the party for, like, adults. Got it. Okay. I wish she had put that in this book. (laughs) Because I was also like, why are you fucking showing up at this teenage party? So I thought it was just his bikers following her. Oh, okay. I, I thought that's how he got word. And no, when it, yeah. when she was like passed out, then he was like so worried. He was like, "Okay, it's time for me to step in." Right. I really, you know, having eyes on her isn't enough. Isn't I'm going to be the one yeah. to save her for whatever is happening. So I think that's right. Okay. Uh, so so not the her motors, not the motorcycle gang keeping tabs on her is why they're showing up. But I think that 
she's drunk, blah, blah, blah. It's not enough for me to watch her from the sidelines anymore. Like, I got to make sure she's okay. So he starts keeping tabs on her more and finding out that she's like, you know, this God-fearing, like, A-plus student in school. And then at night, she's Lulu Fox at this strip club. Which I love. Yeah? I, this... I love duality so much. <laughs> so this like bad girl thing at night, like, and she wasn't even like really technically doing anything bad. No, she was just she bartending. Was just, she wasn't even bartending. She was a busboy technically. Oh, because she's she seventeen. Was, oh. So, so she would, she would step in. Yeah. Okay. But like, but her title was like busboy. I guess technically she was just yeah, like busboy, take out the trash, like do miscellaneous stuff around the club. Because, like, she wasn't even on the payroll. Right. She literally, I think she just wanted to be there for the thrill of it. Exactly. You know, I think, she, and it was, like, a gang club. Like, it was known that gang members would yeah. visit there. I think yeah. she liked the danger. Mm-hmm. I'm sure she knew or hoped to run into Zeus at some point. Well, so. Which she does. Funny thing is Zeus. Zeus, so Zeus is now the president of the fallen MC. Oh, right. So he killed the old president and became president from jail, I guess. I don't know if it's like a, you know, he usurped the role or whatnot, but uh, he is now president and decides to buy the strip club. Right. Flip it and like make it a nicer strip club to like bring in profit. Mm Mm-hmm. The scene where she realizes that it's him in the, in the, corner. In the corner in the club watching her all night. <laughs> <gasps> and when he just like looks at her and winks and she's like, well, I'm fucking dead now. Thank yeah. you. Like yeah. Niagara falls between my legs. Yeah. And then it goes to his perspective and he's like, and then I winked and I could see that I just killed her. And I was like, ah! <laughs> Oh, God. Like, they know what they're doing to the other one. Yes. And they manipulate the shit out of it. Very And much. it makes the tension amazing. Yeah. There was amazing. good tension in this book. Yeah. Another good... and uh, like, Saying... Going off exactly what you just said about, like, teasing each other when she does the strip tease. Oh. Oh, well, that... She got a little something-something. Oh, she did? After that. She got a lot of something-something. He was like, fine, I'll fuck you. Like, <laughs> you want to be fucked? Fine, You're, I'll fuck you. That's fine. So, and that's, he does put up a good fight. I will say. He does. He tries, but this, she was not having any, she was not hearing no for an answer at all, this girl. She was determined. So he even says at one point, you know, big, small, tall, short, blonde brunette red he's like i like my girls a lot of ways but like not young and so i don't think it's so much you know i've talked to people about this book before and they all get uncomfortable you know talking about the elephant in the room that she's under 18 she's technically still a minor and i don't i don't know why i don't have a problem with it i don't know if it's just this book or just this character or what but like in real life if I knew a 17-year-old who was being pursued by a 36-year-old, I'd be like, girl. Right, but what if the 17-year-old was pursuing the 36-year-old? Because that's what's happening. That is what's happening. The 36-year-old is trying to be like, <laughs> I, do- I don't. I said, no, she doesn't take no for an answer. I don't know how else to explain to her. Now she's half-naked humping the floor. <laughs> like, I'm only human. <laughs> okay, wait, 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 wait. Jump forwarding forever what did you think of the seed where he rubs a cherry lollipop in her pussy and then eats it <laughs> um you know weirdly that i that didn't uh it didn't bother me i was like i mean what's the difference between somebody eating your pussy and you kissing them i guess sweeter <laughs> no, no i guess it's just like the emphasis of like cherry lollipops in this book so the tie to oh popping her cherry no, like, oh. didn't she do... That was her favorite as a kid. hmm She still had it later on, because when they're at the gun range and he's showing her how to shoot, he says, like, I can see a cherry sucker, like, sticking out of her jean pocket. Right. 
But doesn't he say at one point her nipples are like perfect cherries or something? I was like, can you stop equating this woman's body to cherries? Yeah, she was like, cherries and we're running with it. <laughs> cherry um, shampoo, like uh, just cherries. Because she, when she strip danced for him, she, her bra had like cherries over the nipples. Yes. Yes, but like, she a hundred percent did on purpose, oh, yeah, and it was so good. Yeah. So here's the thing: the age difference. Okay. It's it's a work of fiction. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, and refreshing is a weird word to use, but like you always hear about creepy dudes pursuing pursuing, the girls. and so this is kind of flip flopped. Like this okay, is yeah, just her. Is. Guardian monster. She hangs on to every word. She is obsessed with this man. And she's this close to getting what she like your end all be all. Like, you know what I mean? Well, and it's like she's been obsessed with him for 10 years. This isn't just like a blank. Right. So this book in particular, while the age difference, I understand. There are points Mm -hmm. where Zeus, there's a line very specifically, where he's like, I've waited 10 years to do this. Yeah. And that, I, I, and that, because there's more than one reference of, like, he says that line, and then I wish I could find it, but he says something along the lines of, like, I should have known back then, or maybe deep down I did know back then that this is how things would play out. And that is, now I'm Sahara Desert again. I don't want to know that. Like, I want to know that you are appreciating this attention, and you are seeing how much she loves you, and you are like, wow, maybe she really is all grown up, and she does understand, because she has been through a lot. I don't want you to bring her up as a child child. ever again. So my thing was, there felt like a break between the relationship as... Or of Zeus and her as Zeus and child when he was like, no, thank you. You know, you just professed your love for me. You're 16. Like, no. And then they kind of refine themselves or each other when she's like 17 and, you know, for all intents and purposes, an adult. Does it make me uncomfortable she's still in high school? Yes. <laughs> oh, I forgot. All about the fact that she was in high school. She is still in high school. She's a senior and in high the, school. And the bleachers. I love that scene. And I was like, whoa. Well, public sex. There, I mean, there is something undeniably hot about public sex. Well, and, and the he, thrill of getting caught. And he was like, he was like, oh, you think that's hot? Like, you know, them hearing you moan and someone coming down here to find out what's going on. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was also when he was like. He came in her, and then he, like, pulled her underwear up. He was like, I want you to go back out there and break up with him with my cum, like, leaking out of you. And I was like, Bleh. I don't know, that was just fucking hot to me. The, like, ownership, the yeah. direct, yeah. the bossy. Yeah. And at that point, he had completely given in. Yeah, at and that I point, think they were seeing each they other. Were just, they were and, just, and, like, head over heels. Like, yeah. they were both, like, in this. Yep. And, you know, he was like, if we're doing this, we're doing you it. need to know what it means. Right. And what kind of role you're taking on and how you fit into, because I, he's clearly got baggage. Like, he's the president of a motorcycle club and, yeah. and gangs and all He's killed of, people. Exactly. Exactly. And, yeah, through it all, she's just like, yeah. And I, and, and he protects her tooth and nail. Oh, God. To, I mean, Wow. Like, that kind of ability. So, and then, her being, she turns 18 with him, right? Don't they? Or is she 17 this whole time? I do believe she turns 18. Okay. Like, at the end of the book. Yeah. So, her coming from a family that doesn't give a shit about her, because they're, like, political, and everything's for face and surface. Right. She is finally getting the love and attention mm-hmm. and stability. Genuine love, too. Ge- right. And and protection, right. you know, from all, all in one place, which is all we want. Right. So in that way, I loved it as a yeah. book. 
like I said, there were just too many callbacks to her being seven. Mm. And I was just like. I get that. You know? I get that. That made me like, I hate using this word, but like, it made me cringe every time. I had to shut it down. It I gave you the Stop reading. <laughs> I was like, I forgot that you knew her as a seven-year-old. Mm. I would like to keep forgetting. Keep forgetting. And he was just like, she was seven. I was like, done. <laughs> <laughs> I was seven, too. Okay? I was seven, too. <laughs> I don't know. That part. It was I like, just embrace her for all that she is now in her 17, 18-year-old self. But I, so I suspended the belief. And, and and I did get through it. And it was enjoyable. There was drama, especially at the end. He has to, like, save her. Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Married? Do they end up married? Yes. I think they do end up married. Yeah, because when he finds out... So she collapses at school. Oh, right. Because the of the cancer. cancer has been under wraps. She, she has, has not told, told him. him, right? Yeah. And he gets livid. With her, and understandably so, because, like, cancer's a really fucking important thing. Yeah. And you're just not gonna tell him. So, he is, like, beside himself with anger. And goes on, like, a five-hour bike ride or some shit like that. And comes back, you know, kind of, kind of reams her out a little bit, but then is, like, I wasn't able to get in and see you. I couldn't. Like, she thought he was gonna be mad at her. Yeah. For, like... Just lying. But right. his anger came from concern. Concern. More than anything. He's yeah. like, the shit we've done. He was you like, should not have been participating in some of the things we've done. Well, not as even sick that. as you are. He was like, Mute dis- he was like, Mute ripped apart the... We'll get to Mute. He was like, Mute ripped apart the fucking garage. Because he didn't know where you were. Oh. Sorry. Do you hate Mute? Oh, okay, because just the way you were looking at me, I was like... My heart broke into a million pieces. Yeah, I know. I was not, like, I don't know why, but people actually dying in these kind of books, (laughs) I never expected. You never expected, yeah. I'm like, because they don't have to. Gianna. (laughs) (laughs) Gianna. Don't we deal with that shit enough? And you're just like, you know what I mean? And it had to be to make you love this person. The most sweet baby angel who was absolutely autistic. Did not. And she got him to come out of his shell. Mm. Because she worked with the The way they communicated and he. The scene where Harley Rose goes after her at the school. Oh. And he, like, grabs her and puts her on his back, and then they're, like, like, she puts his, her uh, head on his shoulder, and he, like, hesitates, but then, like, leans into Because he's weird her. about touching. Because he's weird about touching, right. but then it's, like, it's Lou, and, ah! I know. His death murdered me. Oh, dude, I was not okay. I did not think he was actually gonna die. I was like, okay. It's funny because, so I'm reading this, and the whole time I'm like, oh, oh. And I close it. I take a break. And then I'm reading it again. And I'm like, I, have to, I just have to muscle through. And my husband's like watching me. He's like, I can't believe you're like muscling through this. <laughs> so from that yeah. to sobbing, he's like, I thought you didn't even like it. It's an emotional journey. He's like, is this the same book you were complaining about? Yeah. They killed me. They killed you. And then she gets the little tattoo of the mute symbol like the speaker with the line through yes. it oh so sweet i yeah. know so he, so yes it comes from a place of concern yes. because mute is supposed to be her like detail and she was at school and passed out and was taken to the hospital and mute didn't know where she was and brothers were like driving all around looking everywhere for her and i think it took them like 3 hours to find she was in the hospital and he was like, I couldn't get in to see you. Like, he knew one of the nurses there. And so she was able to, like, let him through. But he was like, I am never not going to be able to see you again. So he puts a ring on her finger. And that is that. <laughs> He's like, we're, we're married. <laughs> you sit the fuck down. <laughs> yeah, it's... Oh, it's too early for that. We were on one of four. I'm sorry, but pardon me. P- p- pardon, p- p- pardon me. 
So poker face. Poker face. There's a really good cover of that. No, there's a really good cover of Paparazzi by Kim Dracula. I'll have to play it for you oh, later. Oh yeah. Totally off track. I love Paparazzi. It, I love Lady. It's Batman. got my husband in it. Oh, Alexander Skarsgård. Love that man. Puss, puss. God, <laughs> I would climb that man like a tree. Yes. Yes. So it does come from a place of concern. He puts a <laughs> ring on her. <laughs> yes. And, and that's that. And while she's in the hospital, they have their, like, wedding yeah. ceremony. Yeah. And she's, like... He's serious. <laughs> she's, like, over the moon. She couldn't think of anything more perfect. And it just goes to show... I thought it was really nice that she's just, like, you know, she comes from this, like, well-off, influential, like, political family, and all she really wants is to be surrounded by these, like, outcasts. Because they, like, show her more family than her blood relatives they do. They genuinely love her. Yeah. Even Harley Rose came around. Like, are you kidding? Honestly, I think it's when she took she took a hit because of her relationship with Zeus. So, someone is threatening Motorcycle Club and sends those pictures to her oh, dad. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's and her right. dad and Zeus are, like, mortal enemies for some fucking reason. I forget why. Um, but somebody sends the photos, has been taking photos of Lulu and Zeus. It's too early for that. I know. We're on one of four. God damn it. <laughs> Ew. He uses my words back at me <laughs> all the time. He literally, re- I, real quick, I'm sorry. No, you're fine. He was like complaining about something and I was like, babe, you know, I, it sucks, but you, you just, you gotta find the good. You gotta lay off the negative and, and find the good and stuff. Ten minutes later, we're in the car, and he was like, remember when I sat on this, the middle console, like, uh-huh. where you keep your CDs and stuff? I was like, yeah, I remember when you broke it in the other car. And he was like, mom, you should really stop focusing on the negative. Just serious as fucking anything. Did not even skip a beat. Your kid's savage. <laughs> your kid is absolutely savage. <laughs> He's writing songs now. Oh. I know. Aww. One's called Time Machine. <laughs> It's about having a time machine and fixing a mistake with some fictitious girl that he swears isn't based on anything. Okay. He wrote one called Welcome to Earth, which is for aliens. And it just, he sings about all the fun things about Earth. The very first thing, cake. (laughs) The very first thing is cake, frosting, (laughs) and like pizza. That's the most kid thing I've ever heard. Oh my god, I know. It's the most child thing I've ever heard. I have to send you, because the way he writes, like, he's like, I want this to be like, oh, like from this song in particular. Like, he wants it to sound like that. Mm -hmm. And the way he, like, spaces out words, it's just, it's too funny. Oh my god, you're raising the next Eminem. No. You make spaghetti, mom? (laughs) (laughs) No. Anyway, sorry. He is. He's quite a quite the child so yes threats pictures to the dad right yes i was like i hope she remembers because i don't fucking remember i'm sorry yes pictures pictures to the dad and she and he like tries to like blow up at her and she just storms off and runs away no he hits her oh that's right he hits her and goes for a second one and lionel the cop is there and he's like dude if you hit your daughter again i'm taking you in that's right and then she... And then she runs away. Yeah. Okay. Well, she actually goes upstairs and packs three suitcases. <laughs> you all remember that? When she shows yeah. up at their door with three Louis Vuitton no. suitcases? Yeah. I'm like, that's that's a bit much. <laughs> but whatever. But then Zeus is like, take it upstairs. Yeah. You live here now. You live here now. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. No question. He was like, I wanted you under my roof before. It's sorry it had to be this way, but I'm fine with it, you know? Yeah, she really did just, like, weave herself into this whole family, yeah. and everybody that got to know her loved her. Well, so that's the thing, is, yeah, Harley Rose had an issue with it at first. One, because of who's... the same age, right? Well, she's the same age, but also Harley Rose hates her father, because her father goes after Zeus a lot. Right. So, rightfully so, mm-hmm. uh, but then when Harley Rose sees that she, like, took a hit, and, like obviously isn't a, like this isn't some plot that like her and her father are right. trying to she's not like a mole sent there right. right i think harley rose really changes her tune yeah a lot so 
Harley Rose actually has her own book later on, too. Oh. Yeah. Um, it's okay. <laughs> Trigger warning So is that. this the first one? This is the second. So the first one is actually about King. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's about King and... Here it is. The first book is called Lessons in Corruption. And it's about King and... Cress. Cressida. So... Um, the the teacher who becomes his girlfriend, later wife, later mother of his child. So she's really got a thing for, like, authority figures going after younger people. I also showed up with a car worth of things to my now husband's house. So when she showed up to his house and he was like, come on in, I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm a sucker for, I'm a sucker for that kind of acceptance. Yeah. For real. It know? really did. Just like, you're part of us now. Yeah. Yeah, they yep. took her in, no questions asked. They were like, Zeus vouchers for you? That's all we need to know. Yeah. And she loved them right back. Yeah, unconditionally. Like, unconditionally. This isn't my, like, blood family, but this is my chosen family, and you guys above all else. So I am a firm believer in chosen family over blood family. I don't even call the people I share a blood lineage with family anymore. They're my relatives. That's exactly what they are. They're not my family. Right. You're my family. My friends are my family. Like, I've created my own family. And the people that I was born into, I just share blood with them. Yeah. They're not family. They've never been there for me, like my friends or, you know, anyone I've brought into my life. Because these people choose to be in my life. Yeah. You know, I'm not... They know what they're getting. I'm not still here. Right. I'm not invited to functions out of obligation. I'm invited because they want me there. And they're not going to judge you for anything. Right. Which is all your relatives do. Oh my God. Up all and down. They do. All they do. Yes. So I did like, and you see that continued in the rest of the books. The MC is really everyone's family. Like mm. everyone has some fucked up, sordid past. You know. And so there's another one. So you're kind of introduced to Priest a little bit in this book. He's one of, he's the enforcer for the MC. Oh, right. And his is the latest book that came out. That's mm. oh, a dark book. Like, we're gonna talk about Crossed. It reminded me a lot of of uh, oh, Priest's book. Okay. Like childhood trauma that yeah. drives him into like adulthood violence and yeah, stuff. Yeah, for real. Yeah. So Overall, I really loved this book. You know, this, I I go back to this book time and time again. I just love the way, I just love the way they love each other. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. But overall, did you like it? Overall, yes. Okay. Yes. You had issues with it, which is fine. But that's anything. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, But yeah, overall, I absolutely did. It's not, you liked it better than Haunting Adeline. Yes. <laughs> I feel like that's going to be a long list. But yes, we can put Welcome to the Dark Side above all the <laughs> Well, yeah, there it was way more consensual. And they wanted yeah. each other and everything was fine. And, di- and yes. like I said, there was drama and stuff happened at the end. So, like, her dad wound up getting killed. Yeah, which I was fine with. Which I was fine with, too, but he, like tries to repent at the last moment and is like, I'm sorry, I was a shit father. And I'm like, you know, that doesn't really make up for anything. You're about to die. Because if you weren't about to die, would you have apologized? I just watched the episode of Vampire Diaries where Damon's mom does the same thing to Damon. Mm. And Damon looks at her dead in the eyes and he's like, you made your bed. (gasps) And she dies. (laughs) I mean, listen! I, look... Deathbed apologies are rough. Because, like, if you weren't on your deathbed, would you have apologized to me? Are well, you just trying to clear your conscience? And it's just, like, what? Right. Are you just trying like, to clear your conscience you're... before you die? Honestly, this is a fear-based apology. Because you don't know what's going to happen when you die. Yeah. So you're just like, I gotta apologize. Yeah. You know? You're not like, oh, I, I want to apologize. I regret what I did. If you know, that were true, you would have done it three months ago. If that were true, I mean... Probably, like, if you really regretted what you did, you might not have fucking done it. But whatever, that's a whole different conversation. Well, people do change. I get that. 
I get that's, that. That's, you know, that's a hairy That's area. a hairy thing, too. But I just... Like, there's a difference between doing something in the moment, knowing it's wrong, and, and, and not knowing it's wrong until you realize the consequences. But then realizing the consequences and growing and learning from that experience and taking accountability. Yeah. You know? Yeah, definitely. But I think it, that's a long process. Could it take until you're on your deathbed? Sure. <laughs> Who am I to say? Depending on how old you are, yeah. But, like, also, what, like, if I've been waiting for an apology that long, odds are you're not in my life anymore to say it if you could. Big oof. <laughs> yeah. You know? Well, and so, do you agree with the way she treats her mother? Her mom... I feel like her mom was stuck and I, I truly feel like she was doing the best she could in the situation she was in, but she was under his thumb as much as yeah the daughter was. Absolutely. But like, I feel like I see this a lot with like abused children where the, like the other parent is also still abused, but the child still blames them for not like stepping up and and like and is like that fair? No. Yeah, I don't think that's fair. I don't think it's fair because, but like, I've seen it happen a lot, like with fiction or in real life that they're like, "Well, you didn't." Well, of course it does. Yeah. In their mind, one person's hurting me; mm-hmm. the other person is let them letting them hurt me. Mm-hmm. Right. When you're when you're a child and that's your perspective, like you don't know what's happening to, to the parent that's letting <clears throat> them hurt you. You don't know what's happening to them behind closed doors. Absolutely. Well that was the thing with um It ends with us. The mom let him be violent with her because she didn't want him to be violent with the daughter. Right. And the daughter the whole time was like, Oh well, she was so weak, like she couldn't stand up to him and the mom was like, Well, I was letting him do it to me so he didn't come looking for you. Meanwhile, it takes a lot of fucking strength to take that mm-hmm. and stand the fuck back up again. Like, Absolutely. if you're not the breadwinner, there are not a lot of options for you. If you don't make money, you can't really do anything in this country. And even if you do make money, I doubt you make enough to sustain yourself in today's economy. There, Two income families are having a hard time sustaining their families. Yep. So, like... God, to be in that position and to feel so trapped, God, I, I just, I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. So then it does trickle down because now the kid resents that parent yep. who thinks they just weren't intervening, right? Like smoking a cigarette while they were getting hurt, you know? Right, right. The perspective is just, and nobody's communicating. Everything is hidden under the rug. Everything is, you know, yeah. like, not in front of the girls, like. Everything is a secret, so there's, so anybody seeing that is just letting their perspective fester and grow and, and get even worse, you know? You know what I really did love, though? How on board the grandfather was. Oh, yeah! The grandfather was like, yeah, I'll perform your marriage. Well, in his day, there were a lot of age differences, and they were young, well, and they even didn't that. even, you know? I don't think it even was the age difference thing. It oh. was that, like, Zeus was a criminal. You know, that's oh. why, like, the dad, you know, because I don't think he was like, oh, you're too young for him. He was like, oh, you're a whore. He's a criminal. Like, I, yeah, the dad, I was like, fine. But yeah, the grandfather, I was surprised that the grandfather was like, yeah, cool, chill. I'll do it. I don't care. I'm yeah. happy you're happy. I think he just saw through his son's, like, political bullshit, like, the motorcycle gang loved each other. Yeah. More genuinely. Genuinely. While anything the dad did was just for show. Absolutely. Ever. And people can see through that. I think the and, grandfather did. And look, this is just my personal opinion. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm putting that out. I don't want anyone to come for me. <laughs> that should be good. I tend to find that the people who are super religious, super political, like putting on these fronts of I'm the good old American like husband and father, tend to be the like ones who do the most fucked up shit in the shadows. You know, 
Like the like you always hear about these politicians who are like going to Jeffrey Epstein's island and you know assaulting children, but they'll get on the news and be like, "Oh, good old fashioned American family values. I love my heterosexual wife and two children. White picket fence. I'm gonna go." The ultimate scream. Yeah. So I in and it all and it's all rooted in what fear of. I mean, obviously not, like, the children, but, like, if you aren't happy in your marriage, but you have to stay in your marriage because you're Christian or Catholic and you can't get divorced, like, it's all out of fear of not being able to be who you are, like, fully. Well, I feel like... I think that's why, for real, for real, I am convinced that that's why they hate the LGBT community so much. Because we are who we are. Because you're so... Genuinely happy yeah. and yourself. Like you don't, mm-hmm. you don't have to have anything hiding in your closet. Everything's already out there, and they feel like they need to hide everything that makes them them. Yeah, and they're. I think it's jealousy. Well, if you know, if you think about it, like my mother, she's a baby boomer. She's sixty four years old. She has really gotten in to Korean culture. Oh, it started with BTS. And she just really liked their music. And she was like, oh, they're just so cute and stuff. And I was like, I don't, I don't care. You're not going out and like luring like little Korean boys in. I don't, I don't care. Like you're not doing anything creepy. You just think these like, and they're, they're all like 30. They're not like, you know, teeny bobbers. They're all in oh, there. They're old. Right? I didn't know that. Yeah, they're all like in their, I think like the, the youngest I ones. I thought like, they were like the boy band. No. But they're the men band? They're the, they're, the, <laughs> they're, the, they're the, we've broken up for the time being because we had to go serve our like civic duty in the military right now. Wow. But they bring in so much revenue to Korea that Korea has agreed to like stagger. Mm. They're, they're like. Uh, mandatory duty so that like they don't take the whole band in at once oh so that like people can they can still like produce music and stuff and still bring revenue into korea but so my mom's really gotten into it like super gotten into it and has started watching (laughs) k-dramas on netflix and stuff and she tried boba and she never wanted to touch a chopstick before and now recently she's like i I just want to try and it's so, regardless of everything, it's so beautiful just seeing her embrace other cultures because of her generation. Mm-hmm. And 20 years ago, she wouldn't have done this. She wouldn't have done this. This isn't how she was raised, you know. But regardless of all that, going back to trying to hide who you are, it makes me so sad because I fully embrace this. You know, this is something she really likes, obviously. She's really getting into it. Mm-hmm. She is so adorable with these K-dramas. She tells me all about them. And she's like, she's like, I have to put the subtitles on. And sometimes I have to pause it and rewind because the subtitles went too fast. <laughs> but but then she tells oh God, me. I love her. She's so cute. So adorable. So, but then she's like, you know, I don't tell anyone because, like, it's embarrassing. And I'm like... What's embarrassing? That you like this? Like, like I said, she's not doing anything nefarious. It's not like she's, like, going to Korea and kidnapping right. young men to make them perform for her or something. She's just... She's just enjoying... She's just enjoying... What's out there. If she had... If she ever told her mother or her sister about this, like, new like and fascination, they would tease the fuck out of her. They would ridicule the shit out of her. They'd be like, ew, what are you doing? Like, that's... Why, why are you into that? That's so weird. That's not, you know, you know we're not Korean. Taylor Swift once said. Oh, Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. That the worst kind of people are the people who make you feel bad about the things you're excited about. Okay, Taylor Swift. <laughs> uh, okay. And she's right. <laughs> Look, I have no problem with Taylor Swift. I really don't. I, I like that one song that's like, if I were the man, I'd be... Like, a go-getter instead of a bossy bitch or whatever that song is. I really like that song. It's on my boss bitch playlist. But <laughs> I just can't stand the hype around her. Like, when that whole con- when the Eras tour was happening, people were losing their... It was so good. Did you go to the Eras tour? Yeah, I did. 
When did you No, go? not the tour. I went to oh, the you went, movie. You went to the movie. <laughs> yeah, which was super fun. Oh, okay. Well, good. I got my little Swifty cup. Oh. I went the day before my movie, and I was like, yo, I need a cup. And they were like, well, you can't get it until the day of your show. And I was like, are you still going to have them? Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, yeah, we have like 300. And I went, all right, Josh. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, just like, take a picture of <laughs> Josh told me. <laughs> exactly. We have like 300. That's not a lot. Well, he was like, there's only one per person. Oh. Yeah, they weren't letting people buy like multiples. Oh, okay. So if you got a ticket, you got a cup. Right. Oh, okay, so that's if you, fine. If you wanted to buy the cup, yeah. I was like, there were 2,000 people who stood outside. <laughs> Dude, I know. The concert. Go ahead, call. I, it's very strange. I have a tickle. <coughs> I think when I laughed too hard and inhaled. Anyway, it's fine. So, yeah, I don't under, I, I, I agree. That hurts my heart that, like, she, she feels like, she feels she like can. she can't tell anybody but she yeah. had you, and she can oh, tell yeah. you, oh, and, that's and she's gotten my nephews into it. Aww. My nephews ask for BTS songs all the time, and I'll have to show you a video. I have a video of them, the three of them, my mom and my two nephews, dancing to BTS music, and it's just the cutest thing in the world. And you just can see how happy it makes her and how excited she is about it. And it just, like you said, it breaks my fucking heart that she feels she ha- she can't show it. She's like hiding it, and you know. Like, with these politician, religious people, you know, they feel like they can't be themselves. And that... They've been force-fed yes. that you are this way. Conformity is bullshit. And anything that's outside of that, you're just going to hell. I'll you're tell just you going to burn in hell. When and I... That kind of brainwashing works, unfortunately. When I moved out and got my own place and was able to start decorating <laughs> with the... Uh, copious amount of spooky shit (laughs) i became such a happier person yeah like when i was able to just be myself with like no ridicule and you know some people are still like oh well you know whenever my mother comes over i have to like deep clean the house i make it presentable like i'm not just gonna leave like garbage everywhere i clean the bathrooms but like my house is my house i'm i'm one of those when long ago when my mom would visit i would deep clean because she was a cleaning lady for like 20 she, years oh, okay. so she even if she didn't say anything i would watch her look around mm. and you just knew got it and it didn't make any sense because those kind of people whatever you do will never, will never be, be good, good enough. enough for those people right and so i came to that conclusion and yeah sometimes my mom will pass comments like about something and she's like oh that's interesting and i'm like yeah isn't it i love it moving right along moving right along yeah. like you don't pay rent here and that's the other thing, is people's criticism doesn't have to throw you off balance. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. And it takes a long time to realize that, number mm-hmm. one. Feel that, because it stinks, for whatever reason, it stinks. It does. You know, but like not not lingering in the sting. Especially when it's something that like makes you happy. Ex- ex- and someone yes, criticizes it. Precisely. Yeah, that sting fucking hurts. You know, regardless of who that's it is. why. I, so I have a nine-year-old, mm-hmm. and listening to him talk incessantly <laughs> about Minecraft. Oh my god! Everything is Minecraft or Marvel related. Yeah, I have to constantly police my reactions <laughs> so that I don't burst his bubble of excitement because I know how that feels. Yeah, I don't want him to feel that way. Right. You know. Right. So I know exactly how that feels. Woo! So like I'm, I just take a deep breath, and with all the bubbliness I can aspire to, I'm like, I just say, "Oh wow, a lot." <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Like, I doubt he even realizes that you're repeating. Oh wow, you're just. He does. Oh, does he? Oh yeah. Oh. He'll be like, "You said oh wow three times." <laughs> Your kid's too fucking smart. <laughs> for good. So, well, we've what I've done is I've explained to him that mommy doesn't know everything about Minecraft. So when he talks to me about it, I get confused. Um. And I know he wants to talk about it. So why don't you journal about it? That way you're getting it all out of your system. Oh. And so that's what we started doing. I love that. He has a Minecraft journal and he has a feelings journal so that he can get it all out of his system. You know, and then if there's like one thing he's like really, really excited about or like a build in Minecraft, then obviously like 
But, you know, when it's 55 things in under a minute. Yeah. I I thought you just, like, broke down. I did. I just broke. Because that is the speed at which he comes at you with information about Minecraft. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. I know. And, And you'll be like, hey, babe. We're having pizza for dinner. And he'd be like, oh, okay. Oh, and also in Minecraft? And I'm like, also implies it was connected to what (laughs) I said. And it's not. He's just (laughs) continuing the thought. (laughs) And also, what? Okay, so. I loved this book. This, like I said, this was my favorite book. I will go back time and time again to read this book. I just really loved it. I will say it had, it had a good story. It had... Once the smut got started, it did have a lot of smut. Yeah. It had almost sometimes, like, back-to-back smut. Yeah. Which was great. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. And the smut was good. Yeah. It was, like, well-written. Yeah. Like, (laughs) it did what you want smut to do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, you've told me before, like, if I'm in kind of, like, a rut with reading or just, like, in general, go back and read something I, like, had a good experience with. Absolutely. It is this book. Okay, yeah. And (laughs) I have the smut... Like, the beginning of the smut highlighted on my Kindle so that I could just jump yes. right to it. Because, oh, God, there are so many good scenes. There's the scene, like, in the beginning when she does the strip tease and he fingers her on the table. He's like, I'm not fucking my girl on a dirty fucking table. And then he, like, holds her afterwards and he's like, you're not getting rid of me. <laughs> and then there's the other time when he, like, stabs that guy in the hand. Oh, yeah. And he makes her get up on the bar and, like, finger herself in front of him. Oh, that's right. Mm -hmm. I I liked that. And then just the whole, like, initial, their first time having sex. Mm -hmm. I liked that. Uh, My, my, I think one of my favorite scenes is the under the bleacher sex. Yeah, that was. Because. That sticks out to my in my brain. Because not only was, like, you know, the risk and the pub- the publicness of it, but also he was, like, mad at her. So it was, like, a little angry fucking. <laughs> and he was like, I'm gonna fuck you to remind you that you're mine, but you're not allowed to come. This is for me, not you. And I was like, oh, okay! <laughs> and then she came anyway, but... But then... Oh, it was just so good. So good. Just picturing that scene, and then he was like... Pulled up her underwear and was like, you're going to have my cum leak out of you when you break up with that guy. And do you think that he made too big a deal of her, like, breaking up with him? Like, did they come off as, like, super serious to you? No, but he may have made too big of a deal. But he, like, sat there and watched him kiss Lulu. Oh. So he was All like, right. he was like, what the fuck? That shit's got to stop. Okay, yeah, he yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. you gotta, you gotta tell him no more yeah. because you're All my... Right. You're my woman. That's that's fair. Um, yeah. yeah, like I'm not fucking sharing. Yeah, yeah. And that then makes sense. in the cabin, the day after she loses her virginity, he calls himself daddy, and I was like, <laughs> and it's the only fucking time he does it. It is, isn't it? It's I forgot about that. He says, "Come for daddy." And I was like, okay, daddy. Daddy man. And then, like, never again. And then never says it again. Weird. Maybe he was just trying it out and decided he didn't he like was it. Like, he was like, come for daddy. No, that's fucking weird. <laughs> Scratch that. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. Tell you what, Zeus. I liked it. And then, um. I mean, if your choices are Zeus and daddy, I'm going Zeus. Like, I just call him God. Anybody could be like, daddy, oh, God. but like, I'm I'm fucking anybody Zeus right could now. be daddy. <laughs> You're not wrong. Anyone could be daddy. Anyone could be. You guys mean right a good swag. daddy. Uh, well, yeah, it takes. I guess not anybody can pull off a good daddy, but no. <laughs> this is quite the rabbit hole. It, no, it's a very interesting conversation I've been having with a lot of people lately, like good versus fake doms. Oh yeah, and so like there are a lot of fake people- doms. Oh, yeah. Do they do that? Oh, my what God. What do you mean? So, uh, so, a dom-sub relationship is very... There are very important things that need to be done. Okay. So, it's... it's it's You're entering into an agreement of a relationship. One is going to be the dominant. 
the caretaker, like, you're taking this sub on as your responsibility. And the sub is submitting, giving themselves over to the dom for whatever, you know, play or whatever. And there is an enormous amount of trust. And people in that community, the BDSM, dom, sub, master, slave, daddy, little girl community, make the the genuine people make a big deal about like boundaries and hard limits and getting to know each other before you just jump in and you're like, call me master, Mm. you know? And so like anyone, anyone can just be like, I'm your dom now. Like you have to do whatever I say. That's not a real dom. You know, I've seen so much stuff that's like, you don't, like, she doesn't submit to you because you tell her. Mm. She submits to you because she wants to. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I've seen a lot of stuff. Like, I'm in a few communities about, like, BDSM and, like, you know, dom-sub relationships. And they're like, she submits to you and, like, the under the like under the guise that you're actually in control but she knows that if any moment she wants it to stop it will right you know and so it's that it's that give and take trust and so not everyone is a good dom i have come across many people who are just like oh well you call me daddy you do whatever i say and i'm like you haven't asked me my limits you you don't know anything about me you know, and so that's what a fake dom is, is like somebody who doesn't know the ins and outs. Somebody who demands your submission instead of earning it. Mm. Yeah. So that's, that's what I'd say is demanding it instead of earning it. Okay. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. Like think that they're owed it. They're owed it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're not. And that's what I said. Like the sub actually has more power. So it is a power dynamic. Yeah. Um, and, like, the sub actually has more power than is, like, believed. Right. Because if you're doing it right, the sub is doing what you say because they want to. Not because you're making them. You know? And if they want it to stop, if you're a good sub and a good human being... You know, to stop. It stops. Right. You know, that's what safe words are for. So, Yeah. Well, that's horrifying to know that people are just out here ignoring safe words. Yeah. People that's are out shitty. here ignoring safe words, demanding to be called daddy right off the bat without getting to know any or doing any of the background. And what pisses, uh, the hard thing is it makes a bad rap for actually good doms. Mm. You know, I, I am friends with someone who's in the lifestyle and is a dom and he takes it very seriously, does research, takes notes on his subs, takes it very seriously, and hates when he sees people abusing it. Right, exactly. Like, it, he, he just, he gets so mad about it, you know? And yeah. I get it, too, you know? Like, not in that concept, but, like, if, like, I'm very goth, and so when I see people being, like... Oh, I wore, you know, a black shirt today. I'm goth. And I'm like, you don't know what it means to be goth. (laughs) So, yeah. That was Welcome to the Dark Side. And the uh, copious amount of tangents we went off on. Woo! If you are still here, thank you for joining us for that ride. And hopefully you'll join us for the next ride, which is going to be... Crossed by Emily McIntyre. Emily McIntyre. We read one of her books before. We read Hooked. As... I remember I liked it. Oh, yeah. I think you liked it. I enjoyed it. It was, so if you remember, Hooked was real punny. Very punny. Very punny. So I was a little. I don't think this was this punny. It was not at all. I was pleasantly surprised, but we will talk about that. We will talk about that in the next one. Yes. Please join us for Crossed. And as always, follow us on Instagram and TikTok at DirtyBirdieBC. And if you want to email us or whatever but people have been messaging us more through the tiktok and the instagram you and said instagram, yes. i'm very happy to see that thank I'm, you guys yes. i love when you reach out i love and as it. always especially if you have book recs like please. oh yeah yeah somebody actually posted a tiktok today saying like you know what's your current read and they said twisted games oh i have heard i've read it it's good, good. things it's, oh, okay it's an age gap <laughs> <laughs> I, I i was a it's a very 
light fluffy book. I oh, okay. It. Yeah. yeah. It's on my Kindle. You can read it. Cool. I said we'll we'll do it eventually. We'll totally do it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. And so if you do uh, want to reach out to us via email, you can reach us at dirtybirdiebc at gmail.com. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Thanks for coming. And as always, please. Thanks for coming. (laughs) Okay, bye. (laughs) Read on, dirty birdies.